listening to Mike and John Got It Going On, a Livingston County-based podcast that's based in, well, Livingston County. And now, Mike and John. And we're brought to you by Firehouse Doors. Yes, we are. And are we going to do the reveal yet? We've got a couple reveals. We've got today. a couple of reveals. This is what it's like. All right, which we one? got two reveals. All right, we two just reveals. played our opening sound. Yes, and that may be may be the last time you hear that opener. It could very well be the last time because you hear that. we potentially have a new opener here, a, a new, new opening opener. theme, and uh, we'll save the other reveal for later in the show. The more sure? the more glittering, sparkly reveal that'll the come. Shinier yeah, the, the shinier reveal. The shinier reveal. And the answer to today's trivia question. Yeah. Right. All right. Which so, nobody got right, by the way. Oh. So here's the. Uh, Here's the new potential it's theme. It's the prototype. All right, let's see what people think. All right, here we go. One, two, three, four. We do. <laughs> we think we do. Giggo News yeah. brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers, too. And that theme, by the way, courtesy of Kitty and Cougar, our new house band. <laughs> yes, <All> it right. was. <laughs> Here's what's going on. Tell us. It appears another Michigan Republican is fundraising on a theme demonizing the LGBTQ community. A fundraising message sent by Republican State Senator Tom Barrett of Charlotte, who is seeking the Republican nomination for the newly drawn 7th Congressional District, claims that President Biden is forcing five-year-olds to learn about gender reassignment surgeries, gender identities, and other radical ideas, adding that every American needs to step up today and stop this sick and twisted ideology from poisoning our children. The message follows a fundraising email earlier this week from Barrett's GOP colleague, Senator Lana Tice, accusing three Democratic senators of being groomers who sexualize children. According to screenshots that were provided to Gigo News, Barrett's original fundraising appeal came via text and appeared to be an appointment confirmation for your child to receive gender reassignment surgery tomorrow at 9 a.m. It then asked if you want to cancel this appointment because you do not believe in teaching young children about dangerous transgender ideologies. Please sign your name now. That message has since been replaced with Barrett's current appeal, in which he also claims that Democrats are hell-bent on destroying our faith, removing God from the center of our nation, and pushing transgender ideology on young children. Barrett is one of two Republicans seeking to win the 7th District nomination and the right to face off against Democratic Congresswoman Alyssa Slotkin in November. His fundraising pitch comes as he faces a significant money disadvantage come November. Recent figures show Slotkin raising more than $1.3 million in the first quarter of 2022 with $5.5 million on hand. Barrett, meanwhile, reported raising just over $465,000 with about $395,000 on hand during the same period. A motion hearing is set today in Livingston County for a company being sued by the state of Michigan in regard to PFAS contamination. Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel filed the suit in 2020, alleging damages and injury to the state of Michigan caused by contamination from toxic 
per- and polyfluoroalkyl substances, collectively known as PFAS. The company in question, Asahi Kase Plastics North America, located in Fowlerville. The suit targets the company's former thermofill factory on Whitmore Lake Road in Green Oak Township, which was the site of a, a, site of a large fire in 1997. At the time of that fire, that facility was used for plastic compounding that formed resin with flame retardants and other materials before being turned into pellets. In a press release Wednesday, Nestle said her office expects the defendant to ask for another postponement in the case, which is currently set for trial in September. The litigation has now been pending for two years and is slated to be the first PFAS site trial in the state. And starting this Friday night at 8, work crews will have westbound 996 down to one lane from the I-275-696 M5 interchange to Kent Lake Road through 5 a.m. Monday. According to the Michigan Department of Transportation, all on and off ramps will remain open except the southbound M5 ramp to westbound 96. That'll be closed from 11 o'clock Friday night through 4 a.m. Saturday, weather permitting. The work is part of the I-96 flex route project that includes rebuilding the freeway, rebuilding the median shoulders for use during peak periods, sign upgrades, and active traffic management installation, including intelligent transportation systems equipment. And that's what's going on. And Gigo News brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers, downtown Brighton. And we've teamed up with Barb and Mark Binkley for Mother's Day. Yes, we have. In a big, big way. And uh, if you go to our Facebook page, you can see for yourself. As a matter of fact, you can see it right here. Right there. Very beautiful. It is a 14-karat gold and diamond twist necklace by Zagani, an $880 value, and we're going to give you a chance to win this baby if you correctly answer our trivia question starting Friday. So tonight's question right. for Friday morning, you could be our first qualifier, and we're going to qualify people through Thursday the 5th and Friday the 6th, the Friday before Mother's Day, we will do a drawing with our 10 qualifiers for a chance to win that beautiful necklace right. by Zagani. And then those folks, there'll be 10 qualifiers in all, will join us May 6th at Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. And we will uh, raffle off or give away, we'll do a drawing in which we will uh, pick the winner of that uh, beautiful Zagani twist necklace. 14 karat gold and diamond, $880 value. And uh, we're going to have uh, some other giveaways while we're there at Cooper and Bingham. We are? We are. Other I just giveaways? decided. I made a command decision. You're giving away I just stuff did. I know I did giving it away. We're going nuts. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. <laughs> That's right. The Red Hot Chili Peppers will be there, too. No, the Red no, Not Chili Peppers no, will be there. Did you there. hear about that story? Uh, uh, the Red Not Chili Peppers? I guess I didn't. Some guy in Detroit, his name's Aaron, but was saw on social media that the Red Hot Chili Peppers, or what he thought was, the Red Hot Chili Peppers were coming to uh, the Magic Bag in Ferndale. Okay. And, and he bought four or five tickets. I think they were like 20 bucks a piece. And then it turned out that they were the band or something? Red Not Chili uh, Peppers. So it's like a, a tribute band? Yeah, it's a tribute right. Okay. <laughs> so he's, he was trying to sue to get his money back. No. Not going to happen. No. The God. Red Not Chili Peppers. But you made a, dis- a command decision. I did. I made here. a command decision. Maybe we'll have the red not chili peppers there. Or we might not have any chili peppers. Maybe there. we'll have Kitty and Cougar join us. That would be fun. You know, they are the ones that did our brand new theme, which, you know. You know, Mike and John got it going yeah. on. They're working on it. I don't know if you heard it or not. <laughs> did you hear it? Oh. I heard it. Cooper and Binkley Jewelers got it going on, too. Yeah, they do. Especially May 6th for our giveaway. That's right. It's very singable. It Mike is. and John. You'll be singing this at work on. while you're driving. Here we go. We should got sell singles. Going on. <laughs> Mike and John got it going on. Kick it in now. 
feel like I'm by the fountain in Friends right now. <laughs> Rachel? Thirty years ago, buddy. <laughs> Almost. Yeah, we do. Again? Me? How come you get mentioned? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't notice that. <laughs> what about me? You'll be in the the reboot. <laughs> yeah. And the rest. It's Mike and John. And Here's the rest. John and the rest. <laughs> you know who's a part of the rest is uh, our friend Rich Pearlberg yeah. for uh, today's edition of The Less You Know with Rich. And uh, I don't know if Rich knows about uh, the. Um, Zamboni driver for the wings. I don't know if he does. Oh, or not. Good morning, Rich. Hey, how you guys doing? <laughs> Did we get you out of bed today? No, I'm actually looking out the window at what remains of the snow on the slopes of Boeing Mountain. Oh, you're up north, huh? All right. Nice. There's not much snow. Okay. <laughs> Did you go to go skiing? No, no, no I, I didn't think just, so. I have a condo up here. Ah. I was just spending some time up here, and uh, my reception isn't real good in the condo, so I walked oh. over to the lodge. So I went oh, okay. Lodge. Hanging in the lodge. You're hanging in the lodge. I, yeah. Like, yeah. You got your turtleneck on. And <laughs> Are you by the fire with a hot toddy? Yeah, I, I got my hot toddy right here. <laughs> that fake leg cast up on the uh, on the ottoman, you know, looking for sympathy. You know, I don't know what we were supposed to talk about today for the less you know. But, well, we do. Uh, we well, back we have a we serious it. we have a serious topic to talk about, and one that's yes. been in the news all week, but but one that's less serious but but interesting nonetheless so let's let's go from non-serious to serious you sure yeah you don't want to reverse it serious okay we'll start serious and then we'll we'll end yeah with if we, the, if we with have the lighter to, yeah. the lighter side yeah so on a serious we're note gonna, we're gonna go we're gonna try to find the light side of uh, <laughs> you know what no no that's where we're gonna start and then we're gonna go towards the light <laughs> all right okay. we're gonna go towards the light that well is about peeing about peeing in a drain. Okay. But anyway, so so well, that was your first mistake. Yeah. Let me whip this out. All right. So All right. look, this whole week, uh, the 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 story. Put that away. I'm sorry. We the, this whole week, the story that has been dominating headlines here locally and really nationwide now uh, concerns this. Uh, it started with this invocation given by State Senator Lana Tice. Uh, and then, uh, you know, uh, some Democratic colleagues uh, walked out of that chamber, you know, uh, in protest. She then characterized them as uh, uh, groomers who were trying to sexualize children. That prompted a response from one of the senators. A very, that that v- video went viral. And then, uh, you know, uh, you know, Senator Tice has been trying to fundraise off this. And now we have other uh, Republican candidates who are fundraising off this as well. So I guess, Rich, from your perspective, looking at all this, Stepping back, it is it is April. <laughs> I mean, we have got we're, several we have more. November, right? Yeah, all right. Well, that's so the other, but the primary is in August, right, and so if we're, okay, yeah. let me, I'll, I'll say a couple. Yeah, things yeah, yeah, please. I think uh, the senator who Lana attacked is named. I think uh, is it Mallory? Uh, it, uh, Mallory McMorrow. Mallory McMorrow. Something yeah. like that. If you have anyone who hasn't seen that video of her response, should it's classic. It's wonderful. It gives you some hope for the what's going on. But but I. My basic reaction to what Lana's doing and now Tom Barrett, uh, who's running for Congress, it's so depressing because this is not a new playbook. This has been used by by mostly uh, conservative whites to, to suppress basic rights forever. And unfortunately, it's word. You go back before the Civil War, and I, I know I'm going to bring up slavery, so that's going to make uh, Lana feel bad about herself, because we're not supposed to talk about slavery, but 
but the, the, the argument, one of the arguments against abolitionists was that they were trying to mongrelize the white race. How, how is that different from Lana's claim about uh, senators trying to sexualize and groom children? I mean, it's this fear tactic, and it works. It, it, it worked, worked for a hundred or more years. Uh, the, it, it was illegal for blacks and whites to have sex, much less marry, because they were trying to mongrelize the race. So this is a fear tactic. That is tried and true, and I don't know if Lana believes it or not, but she knows it. She knows it's going to give her some some credibility in the uh, in the primary because she's got a out crazy uh, Mike Detmer. And that's quite a task to do. <laughs> that's all. Uh, that's well, let me let me ask you this: the, the the one thing that's come up about this with 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 all these politicians talking about it, have they do they have any footage of any teacher? teaching the things that they're talking about that they're teaching. I would think the teachers have enough on their plate without this being thrown at. You think you'd have an example of a victim someplace? Yeah, sure, you, yeah would you would think. But you know, it doesn't matter. You're talking rational and it doesn't matter. Okay. They've gotten a position where people have to respond to it. Uh, somebody has to say, no, we're not teaching children. To, we're not scheduling operations to change the sex of children in fifth grade. Right. Well, having to say that wins wins the day for people like. Well, and I think what what is frustrating, I think, is that uh, you see the responses from folks who just buy into this that oh my god, teachers are grooming our children to embrace a transgender ideology or LGBTQ, and of course, not true. Uh, but beyond that, it, it, it is like you said, it's it's using this uh, fear tactic to further divide and to mischaracterize so that people can't really even have a, any kind of real discussion about this issue. No, we can't really right. sit down and have a rational discussion about uh, you know uh, you know so the, the 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 issues that are surrounding LGBTQ plus and uh, you know uh, the high rate of suicide among kids that identify in there and that. The notion of that somehow teachers are grooming them into this lifestyle. I mean, first of all, the science rejects that. But you can't even start. I mean, we won't even go down that path because you can't even start to say, well, like, look, let's look at the science. Let's let's talk to scientists. Let's no, that talk would to. Be, that's, that would be that they're cramming it down your throat. No desire whatsoever right. to learn to talk about. Lana actually introduced a bill to stop uh, uh, transgender uh, students from competing on girls' athletic teams. Right. I think she talked to anybody in the transgender community before she introduced that bill. Of course, yeah. she didn't even talk to anybody in the high school athletic community who quickly said, there's no problem here. Right. The Michigan High School Athletic <laughs> Association came out specifically and said, this is not an issue. This is this is a, a, this is legislation looking for a problem. Uh, you know, uh, well, it was going to hurt girls' sports. The way it was written, it was going to stop girls right. from competing on boys' team at schools that didn't have a girls' team. Well, that, and that... And you, Oh, go ahead. I was going to say that legislation, when that got introduced, it's been it's been sitting in committee since she introduced it, and she's done nothing to push it out of committee because she has no desire to push it out of committee. She wanted to introduce it, get the headline, check, move on, and unfortunately, that's where the state of our politics well, is at. It, yeah, you know, it, it actually moved on in Utah, which I don't know the name of the governor there. He's a Republican, and God bless him, he vetoed it. Right. He didn't just veto it. He sent a message out. He said there's 75,000 student-athletes in Utah. Of those, there are four transgender. None of them are particularly good, and only one's playing on a, woman's, or a female team. 
He said, why are we writing a law for one person out of 75,000 who's just trying to find a way to, to live a life with some sort of acceptance? Right. Well, acceptance. We'll have we'll have none of that. All right, our alarm just went off, which says we're going to transition now to the lighter topic. Yes, we are. Because uh, there really, really is no answer other than to just, on this original topic, other than to just say, I, we don't know. We hope people would be more open-minded and maybe do... Have some common uh, sense. Have some common sense and maybe try and that's listen. That's asking a lot. But I know that's a lot. Okay. I want to see what type of smooth uh, switch you're going to have. All right, so you've probably heard, I mean, many of us Red Wing fans <laughs> grew up with Al's about the, uh, the Zambo. Pony driver, who all of a sudden we hit all like, the hard-hitting topics, Rich. This this is another one that they should pass a bill on. Uh, <laughs> but Al was the guy when the Red Wings went into heyday, drove the Zamboni, and kids would ride on it during the intermissions. Yeah. And he would clean up all the octopi off the off the ice when when we'd get you know in the playoffs. And all of a sudden he's gone, and there was really no expo- uh, explanation as to why he was fired or why he quit. We didn't know, but the story has broke. Yeah. Uh, so apparently he says he. Yes. Hell, hell, that's one for Rich. Yes. Uh, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently Al has a bladder pump, BHP or right. something like that. That you know us guys that. <laughs> you gotta pee a lot as you get older because the prostate gets a little bigger, yeah. puts pressure on the bladder. So thank you, Professor. Al, Al, Al had this issue apparently, and and he had to go. And the nearest restroom was a good 70 yards away from where he was at in the Zamboni garage. So he peed in the drain where the ice and stuff that would melt off the Zamboni. Right, and somebody saw him, and yeah. they reported him, and that's a... Oh, that, that's amazing. Right. They fired him for that. He got fired for peeing. Now, don't, I don't get you it. Think it's a public place. But, but don't you think there's something more involved? It just seems like that's the cover story? I don't know. I don't know. What do you... Uh, I, I don't know. It just it just just now talking about it reminds me it's the dumbest decision by a Detroit sports team since they fired Ernie Harwell. Wow. What the hell are they thinking? Uh, if he crapped on center ice, I'd fire him. Is that an octopi? Oh no, oh. that's not. Oh no. Yeah, that's when you bring Bill Murray out with a shovel. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> so that's why he got well, fired. Now we. Now we know. See, it was the less you know. Now you know a little bit more now than you the know. less. I am, I am so enlightened now. I yeah. <laughs> As are we all. You know, you can talk about that in the lodge up there in Boise. Right? <laughs> I, I will be the hit at the coffee shop. Oh, God. Right. Yeah. Hey, hear about the peeing incident at, <laughs> down in Detroit? Well, it was a new stadium, so I get it. Well, you know, yeah. A newer stadium. I mean, if it was the Joe, bro- they might have got it. It's broken in now. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so, yeah, he claimed it. Yeah, <laughs> like a dog. Yeah, Marking his turf. I marked it. Mine. All right. Well, Rich, as always, a lot of fun. We appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, my friend. Sounds great. Right. Have a good one. All right, you too. All right. It's, All right. <laughs> that was it. Was one of those stories I was like shaking my head as I was reading it, saying yeah. I just can't You're believe right. that happened. Oh, wait a minute. Now let's not overburn this like a top 40 station. What are you talking about? You know, you don't want to play it every three minutes unless your name's in it. Do you want to give the answer yeah. to today's trivia question before I, we... I don't know what the answer is. Because <laughs> you, you come up with a trivia question, yeah. so... And you don't you don't well, make me privy you know to the answer. Here, here's what we're going to do. Okay. Since you're going to be introed for the news, you can announce it as a news story. Ah, okay. All right? All right. 
Hey, it's giggle time. It is giggle time. What got it going on? Apparently. Yeah, it is. And that and more is the answer to last night's trivia question regarding, what was it, 65% yeah. of women, according right. to a recent survey? Say they find this a real turnoff when a guy does this. And uh, Some of the answers were classic. Right. Uh, and so it, one answer is there's so many to choose from. Like this, yeah. There's way too many here. And in fact, as you said, you took a look through and we didn't have a correct answer. We did not have a correct answer as um, of like 445. I mean, there are some pretty egregious answers that were posed. Things like uh, boast about their previous tryst. Yeah. No, uh, mansplaining. See, now, uh, I would think mansplaining would yeah. be more than 65%, because there's nothing that annoys, annoys women more than us telling you something that yeah. you already know or don't care about. Burps out loud. Yeah. What, ladies? You don't appreciate? You know, well, in some you, societies, that's a compliment, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Is that afterwards or what? <laughs> uh, our friend Spencer said, expecting to get lucky at the end of the night. Yeah. That's when you pretend to go to the potty and make a quick exit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she has that's a, a turn off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, talks about his mother, uh, our friend Jeff, better known as Hot Tub Jeff. Hot Tub Jeff. Uh, he says uh, it's funny how most all the responses are from women. He goes, "I'm going to take notes." As for the answer, talk on the cell phone rather than pay attention to her. That would that would be bad. That but is not a, the right answer. It's a great guess. Yeah. Uh, scratches his private parts, <laughs> acts like he's the gift to women. So burping out loud and scratching your private parts, and doesn't make and you then, the gift to women. Then mansplaining, yeah, yeah that's yeah. a great way uh, to go. Texting, uh, checking out other women, uh, too many options to guess. <laughs> that's what Julie said. Uh, brag about their car. So many possibilities. Many people yeah. trying to answer that. The answer, though, and it doesn't appear that we got a correct one. No, and this one, you know, when you think about it, it's it's not something that I. It, it's just so cheesy that <laughs> it. I, I think it's more of an old guy thing. <laughs> I just want to say, so one woman put exists. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> the next one breathes. Wow, didn't oh. die fast enough. It's getting a little dark in here, ladies. Were <laughs> okay. some of those after a few glasses of wine? Maybe I should ask the question earlier in the day. All right, here's our answer. All right, sixty-five percent of women, according to a recent survey, say they find this to be a real turnoff, even though guys may think it's a compliment. Right. Wink at them. Give them a wink. Now, here's the thing about winking. <laughs> How do you... So, like... You know, if you got to be able to do it right, yeah. subtly, and I... Oh, I can, are you smooth at I can, no, I'm not, no, trust me. I'm, not, I'm, I'm more like this. <laughs> you know, hey! Hey! Hey, you hot gotta, stuff! You have to <laughs> open your mouth, too. Can you wink without your mouth open? Here, let's do this Try together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so we're not going to wink at no, anybody. No, we're not going to wink at anybody. Of course, Mike and John got it going on. Brought to you by our friends at Firehouse Doors. They've been with us from day one. Yes, and they appreciate have. It. And they've been with Livingston County residents for 24 years. A family-owned business striving to treat each customer like family. Firehouse Doors, a veteran-owned business. Mike served in the U.S. Air Force, proudly deployed for Operation Desert Shield and Desert Storm. They're your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead door needs. And for the past 21 years, Firehouse Doors has been Livingston County's only authorized distributor for CHI overhead doors. Call Firehouse Doors today, 810-599-7480. And then once a week, we draw out a winner to win a 12-point inspection for up to two garage doors and openers. And that winner will get 10% off all future garage door needs for life. Firehouse Doors, 810-599-7480. You know, speaking of entering to win, yeah. tomorrow we give away the lunch from the torch. Yes, torch we do. 180. And um, what? 
proceeds from our Mike and John merch store, Good 5%. Go point. to Torch 180 yeah. through the end of April. So you've got another, what, nine, ten days? Right. Nine days to uh, buy that merch from Spirit of Livingston. Which you uh, can go to MikeAndJohnPodcast.com and uh, look for the merch store link. If you're on your phone, you'll find the drop-down menu at the top right. Just hit that little bar. Down will come the menu. Hit merch. You can buy your merch store uh, stuff there. And, of course, that is all managed through our partners at Spirit of Livingston, a custom T-shirt and screen printing company providing high-quality graphic design services and custom embroidery. Give them a call today, 517 545 8831 or online spiritoflivingston.com or mikeandjohnpodcast.com uh, by the way we're going to be store. at uh, Spirit of Livingston on Saturday yeah, we for a fundraiser for the senior survivor for Hollow High School Okay, so we're going to be there for that and, uh, there, yeah, we'll there maybe some more tomorrow, merch available yeah, there think. while we're yeah. there alright we're late with our community yeah. spotlight interview so right. let's uh, uh, we're, we're doing that now you yeah. got all the info that we need about Lisa Regato yeah I think not really not really. You're going to wing it? That's what Lisa's here I thought you got it going on. Uh, just because I have a song with my name in it. <laughs> Lisa Regato? Yes, Hi. Sir. It's Mike and John from Mike and John Got It Going On. How are you, Lisa? Good morning. I'm good. How are you guys? Good, good. Sorry we're a, a little bit late this morning. We've been indulging ourselves. In, in in ourselves, yeah. Well, John has. I have. It's what he I, does. I, it's what I do best. You know, some girls wrote us a song and has his name in it a couple times, so he has to make sure it gets played a few times. Do you, do you want to? No, do you want to hear it? I want to hear it. <laughs> no, okay. I'm going to silence that okay. game thing. Okay, Lisa, you have a. I'm really, I'm really tempted to say yes, but I don't. No, no. Uh, you know what? Look, this song is going to go viral. It'll it go really national. Is. You'll hear enough of it. You, you'll be singing it in yeah. your car. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, so uh, let's talk about moms, and you've got an event coming up at the Opera House, correct? No, it's actually at the Historic Howell Theater. The Howell Theater, my bad. Yeah, Howell Theater, that's and that's okay. the end of the month. And and you've written you've written a book. Of course, we, we're you know we're talking about Mother's Day coming up, and we've got a Mother's Day giveaway. Uh, but your book uh, it really does focus in on on motherhood. Tell us about it. It does. It's called Tell Me About Your Mother, and literally I just presented that question to several different people in several different walks of life and to hear their story. And it kind of originated for me because I, it, when I was younger, I wanted to be a mom. That was I wanted to grow up and be a mom. It was very important to me, and I struggled with infertility, so that really wasn't an option for me, and I have a very deep, full life, and I'm you know, everything works out for a reason, but what it did is it really gave me this hyper-awareness of maternal relationships, and I have 20 nieces and nephews, and the last time I counted, 25 great nieces and nephews, so I, I get to be an aunt, and that's wonderful, but I observed motherhood, and it just was so curious to me how different children would turn out. Even children from the same family would turn out very differently. So I really wanted to hone in on what is it about the relationship with the mother that impacts our life choices and decisions. So I just started asking people that question, and um, it was it was many years in the making because um, I'd set it down for a while and pick it back up, but it was during COVID that I said, I think it's now time. I'm home quite a bit. <laughs> I might as well get started on, on getting this wrapped up. And so here we are in your Mother's Day, and it's just a beautiful Mother's Day gift. Um, I can tell you that not all the stories have happy endings, but they're real-life stories of um, 
adult children and the relationship they have with their mothers. Right, and of course, relationships with our parents, but you know, with our mothers, uh, complicated. Uh, and as you mm-hmm. said, not always a happy ending. But uh, you know, I, I would imagine, I would imagine that uh, somebody who had say one or two children, um, as opposed to somebody who had six or seven, the story's got to be varying from from each as far as the way they approached motherhood and, the, and maybe some fun and sad at the same time types of stories that are going to be in the, that are in this book uh, absolutely and that's a great point because you're you definitely see the difference between a mom of say two children and a mom of six or seven just like you said it's a very different dynamic and a very different relationship and depending on the birth order there's an element of that as well so it's it's a fascinating relationship um mothers and children as you said it can be complex and and just so amazing um but always uh impactful relationship in in putting together this book asking this very basic question of people i mean was there any response that really stands out i'm sure they're all interesting as you said in their own way but was there anyone that really surprised you or one that you weren't expecting um i wouldn't say there was any great surprises i would say that the the i was fortunate enough to interview i don't know if there's any napoleon dynamite fans out here but it's one of my all-time favorite movies got one right um, here lady yep he's got he's got he's got tater tots in his pocket i do as a matter of fact let me <laughs> and he voted pocket, for pedro uh, pocket tots because awesome. <laughs> <laughs> i interviewed pedro uh, oh really for this book and the thing that was so amazing to me is he he has this great story of immigrant parents and they have I, I came from a family of they were all boys in this and they used to call them the wolf pack this big group of boys and what how his mom impacted each one of them and was able to connect with each one of them on a very different level was probably one of the greatest success stories of motherhood i'm like that was impressive um and very very heartwarming but i also have Howell's own, the great Houdini, Renee Shadkowski interviewed, and she has an incredible story with some beautiful moments there that she shared, and of course don't want to give any of that away, because well, she well, mentioned her two adopted sons that used to do a radio yeah, show the, with her. That the, used to handle bacon. her bacon overflow. The you know, bacon brothers. She had too much any, bacon. Any, any, we would take care of that for her. You, you'd be surprised at how much you were not mentioned in that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here, here's what we're going to no, do. we wouldn't be. Here's what we're going to do, Lisa. We're going to let you adopt us then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay. Oh All right. We'll be by with our laundry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, and again, the the event at the uh, Howell Historic uh, Historic Howell Theater coming up uh, Saturday, April thirtieth. It's a free event. We should point out starts at four p.m. Yes. And yes. Um, at four p.m. Yeah, go and ahead. yeah, no, no. You tell us, tell us about the, what's going to go on. What should folks expect? So, so what what you should expect? Doors open at four, but. No rush getting there right at 4 because not much is going to be happening. Book signings are going to be from 4.30 to 5.30. There's going to be, you certainly can purchase concessions there at the time. The movie is going to start at 5.30. It's a, um, and let me tell you just a little bit about the movie. This yeah. is really exciting because this is my cousin's daughter, Charlotte, and her friend, Jillian, created a production company, and it's called Ride Home Films. And their first movie is titled Call Me When You Get Home, and that's the movie that we're going to be showing at the Howell Theater on the 30th and it's the story um it's a coming of age story 
about a pair of siblings coming from a small Michigan town, and it's only about 45 minutes long, but I'm super excited to have it um, featured that night. And they also have a full feature film coming out later this year called Fairmount, but you can their website is ridehomefilms.com. There's more information there about um, what they're working on and this, this great success story for those two young Michigan Michigan girls. But yeah, so that'll be at 5.30. Books can be purchased at the event. There is limited quantities available, so you, if someone's interested, they can always purchase it from Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Bring a book with you to make sure you can get a copy signed. Right, but, um, but, but come. Yeah. they should come one by directly from you at the event, though. Would be best, wouldn't it, though? It, it really, it's... I. I want whatever's most. Okay. Well, I only say that as 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 somebody who is is selling a book on Amazon. Oh well, I see my agent here has put it in front of the camera. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, I know how much Amazon takes their cut, yeah. and uh, that's why we're in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but but you know, uh, in terms of uh, yes. pro- providing you with uh, the remuneration that you deserve for putting together such a wonderful project, uh, we would hope people would. Yeah. Come out, but you're right. However, they get the book, it's important that they read the book and 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 read some of these uh, yeah, uh, wonderful the, stories. Yeah, some of the stories yeah. may sound pretty familiar. Some you'll go, wow, you know. So, uh, so pretty cool stuff. Uh, again, uh, let's hit the date again. April uh, April 30th. The uh, free event starts at four o'clock. That's at the Historic Hall Theater. And uh, and uh, and Lisa, you know, we should point out, uh, by the way, uh, that you are a, a certified life coach, and um, you also have your own podcast. Cast. Is that correct? Sister Tribe uh, it, Nation? Well, it is It is correct in the sense of I don't, I haven't produced any lately because when I went and kind of put all my energy into the book, I put the podcast on hold. So now now that I'm kind of getting the book going, then I'm going to re- go back to the podcast. But if you go to my website, lisaregato.com, all my podcasts are there, but they're also on any podcast site that you may um yeah, yeah. And, and tell us just qu- quickly for folks, Sister Tribe Nation, what, what's the focus of that? It's really about personal growth and development. And I had a real heart for, again, you know, strong female influence and all that and women supporting women because that's the other thing I see a lot when, when talking to moms is there's there seems to be a lot of judgment and um shall we, competition, I guess, <laughs> um, between women and moms, and, and social media doesn't really help that along, so I wanted to create a place where, A, it's like this, the, the general theme is personal growth and development with the underlying message of women need to start supporting women and really let go of any competition. That's right. You get the hockey moms and soccer moms together as one. Yeah. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and, hey, uh, just, uh, just curious, we want to know if you have a theme song, too. Oh gosh! Yeah, we'll, no, I, we'll I work on that for you. We've got connections. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll have our house band, Kitty and Cougar. Maybe they could be guests on one of your next uh, podcasts. I love it. I, love it. <laughs> I did want to mention just real quick. Yeah. I, I, forgot to mention this earlier, is that in the book, there's a page where you can dedicate this book to your own mother, a place where you can put a photo and kind of write your own little story there. It'll be a beautiful gift for Mother's Day as we know it's coming up really, really soon. And the book itself is a very pretty book. That was another thing that was important. It it would look lovely sitting on your coffee table. Right. A great Mother's Day gift to say, and you can personalize it like that. That's a great idea. Absolutely. Uh, So again, April 30th, uh, about 4 o'clock at the Historic Hall Theater. Uh, people can go and uh, meet you in person, uh, purchase a book, have it signed, and, and then check see out this, the movie yeah, too. And see this wonderful film, "Call Me When You Get Home." 
Lisa Regato, thank you so much. This has been really fascinating. Yeah. We enjoyed it. We hope you can come back on the show. I would love to. Thank you, Mike and John. You guys have a great rest of your day. All right, you too. You too. All right, Lisa Regato joining us this morning. Yeah. Um, we gave the answer right for the trivia question. We've, we've revealed the new song. We've also revealed that you have a chance to win for Mother's Day that beautiful Zagani necklace yeah, you from do. Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. Yes, Again, do. starting tonight. Right. Now, here's the deal. It's not everybody that gets the oh, trivia question a, right. There's a deal. There is a deal. <laughs> it's to qualify, you have to be the first right answer. Right. So I, I will have to go through and make sure the ones that come in and may say one hour ago, if one was 55 minutes ago, then the one hour ago would be the one that was the first one in with the right answer. Right. So, so you got to get the right answer first. And all determinations are final, as by Mike and John. So And our lawyers. Yeah. That's what we don't... We, do we cheat them in how? We, we do, really don't want to end up with lawyers. No, so we don't. We'll just make the determination. We can't afford a lawyer. You know. Uh, so, uh, again, uh, if you go to our Facebook page, uh, you can check out there the beautiful Zagani uh, diamond and 18-karat uh, gold necklace there in $880 value courtesy of our great friends at Cooper and Binkley Jewelers and uh, again that starts well tonight tonight, tonight for tomorrow yeah. we'll have the answer right. tomorrow for our first and we'll be qualifying folks for the giveaway at Cooper and Binkley Jewelers on May 6th that's a Friday yeah. Friday before Mother's Day so have your shopping done uh, a couple of things before we get to the uh, two cent history lesson coming up tomorrow it is Friday yes. Bonnie will be joining us the great Bonnie Runyon that's right the Harry S. Truman of Livingston County yes she'll tell like it is maybe give some motherly advice Maybe. Maybe. How do you not? Just maybe. You know, I wonder if Lisa Regato, she probably should have talked to Bonnie for her we book. Maybe that'll be for, the, that'll be for the next book, hey, the we sequel. We can't be giving away all our guests. I'm sorry. To right. other podcasts. Right. We already, we've already, we've already offered up our house band, which <laughs> Kitty and Cougar are like, what the hell are you guys talking about? We sent you a song. Leave us alone. <laughs> all right. All right. Other Mother's, gift, uh, Mother's Day gift ideas, the McKnight Lights Night. Uh, yeah. Nightlight. Beautiful. Uh, just uh, You can give your mom or the special lady in your life or anyone for that matter a one-of-a-kind gift from nightlights.com. 3D printed nightlights of any photo. So you can turn old family photos into wonderful gifts. It's a great new way to bring old photos back to life. And each nightlight comes with a base and a bulb. They sell for $20 each. Or if you buy more than one, they, they're 15 bucks each. And I have an example here. This will be, by the way, this is uh, kind of a cool one. I don't know, You can't really see it until you plug it in, but it says, hey, baby. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. What the heck is that? It's uh, is it like an, it's like an orangutan? Or an orangutan. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a, an orangutan. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know. And <laughs> you could make scary ones for your. You kids. can do whatever. They can be fun. <laughs> sure they can be thoughtful. They can be a cherished memory. We don't recommend Calvin and Hobbes. No. <laughs> but <laughs> but Elsa Bottom might have one of those for Zamboni. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's up no, to you. We're not doing uh, that. <laughs> again, McNightlights.com. You can go place your order online, upload your photo. It's really easy and it's a great one of a kind gift. McNightlights.com. It's April 21st. Our two cent history lesson for today, as if you haven't experienced up to this point, it's kindergarten day. Remember kindergarten? I do. Best part was taking a God, nap. I miss kindergarten. Yeah. See, the thing with kindergarten <laughs> now, and I'm going to sound like an old man here, too but. Late. I know. I've been there a long time. Um, now you have the preschool. So kindergarten used or to be when we were... Begindergarten. Begin, yeah. Begindergarten. Why don't we just start them at two? Begin. Ship them out and get them out of the that, house. This is, that's exactly what like parents are going, like, how quick can I get them out of here? I had them. I always wanted children. So how soon do I get free daycare? This is yeah. what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> Full day kindergarten. That was what we were looking for. <laughs> you and every other parent. Are you kidding me? <laughs> National Chocolate Covered Cashews Truffle Day. 
And it's... <laughs> you paused there. I, it's well, paused. because you know what? I could understand chocolate-covered cashews. Yeah. But truffle? Where'd that come from? Yeah. And finally, yes. for those that partook in yesterday's 420, today's National Surprise Drug Test Day. Hey-oh! Good luck with that. Yeah. Well. All right. Okay. This is on this day in 1879. 1879. The first firehouse pole from the sleeping quarters to the trucks was installed. Uh-huh. Engine company number 21, New York. All right. I wonder who the first guy was. They <laughs> you got wonder. to slide down I, the pole. I, you know, I right. mean, that's historic. Right. They probably fought each other, flipped coins, whatever it may be. And did he do the twirl down, you know, <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> hey, guys. We got to the bottom. Or, or if your hands were a little sticky and you get stuck in <laughs> yeah. the... Uh, uh, or if we got down there and started doing a stripper thing, you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> It was 19, 1879. <laughs> we don't even know if there were stripper poles in 1879, do we? That was the first one. 1956. You know what happens at the firehouse, don't you? It stays at the firehouse. <laughs> we're idiots. 1956. Elvis Presley hit his first number one hit. Had his first number one hit. Heartbreak Hotel. You know who sang that oh, in the Happy God. Days episode? Y- you're right. The, the, the really only best version of Heartbreak Hotel was the one sung by Fonzie. Yes. You know what I tell John? What? <laughs> yeah. And then I say, uh-huh. A. A. Right. Roz Kelly is Pinky Tuscadero. Right. 1972. Are you done reliving your middle school years? <laughs> 1972. Apollo 16 astronauts John Young and Charles Duke drove the million-dollar electric moon buggy, right, or lunar rover, on the surface of the moon. So you had two guys, one buggy, right. Who which was, was a driver? Which was an EV, first electric vehicle out there, you know, on the moon. On the moon. So again, we yeah. go with. How did they decide who got to drive? And well, who had to open up the garage door to get it out, out of the uh, Well, actually, it, fo- it, was, it folded up. It was an interesting vehicle. But uh, you're right that... Because uh, it I, says Young and Duke. Yeah. So, I think John Young was the commander of the mission. So, so he, he you wonder if he's like, yeah, I got it. Shotgun for you, buddy. Like the commander. Or if Duke yeah. was like, hey... Hey. You get to fly this stupid thing from the Earth to the moon. Can I have a minute behind the well, wheel? But then again, maybe that's how Young did it. He said, Duke, you're driving. Yeah. I'm just going to sit back. I got us all the way right. here. Right. You know, you take me for a tour of the moon. Right. It was like driving Miss, Miss Daisy. Right. Siri, take us to the Sea of Tranquility. <laughs> Siri? Oh, Siri has been invented. Never mind. In 1980, Rosie Ruiz was the first woman to cross the finish line at the Boston Marathon. Slight problem. She was disqualified when they discovered that she had jumped into the race about a mile from the finish. So it really wasn't a full marathon. It was a mileathon. Yeah. For Rosie. Cheetathon. 1982, Joe Strummer of the Clash disappeared for three weeks. Right. Causing the Clash to cancel their tour. It's rock and roll, baby. And where did they find Joe? He was in Paris. And how did they find him? <laughs> he was living living a rough life. Living rough living in Paris. Rough. He was living rough. Now, is that possible to that live mean? rough in was Paris? Was he on I the mean, streets? Yeah, was that's he hanging kinda, in the bars? Probably hanging out at like a youth hostel or whatever. A fellow by the name of Philip Collins. I've heard of him. In 1984, started oh. a three-week run at number one with the theme from Against All Odds. Mm. It was Phil's first number one hit. Right. 
by the way, and if you remember that year at the Grammys, no, it was at the Academy Awards. No, I don't. Because uh, that one, that song won best song Rachel in the movie. Ward was best in the year. movie. Right. Oh, wow. I can't remember that. Hold on. Let's take a second. Okay. So anyway, at the Academy Awards that year, they, uh, you know, that was the winner that was going to be that won the best song Philip, know, in a feature film. Come to the and stage. so, right, it was like, but that year they had instead of the people who actually sang the songs, they had other people perform them instead. And uh, and so, if you ever see the video, it's on YouTube. It's great. You see Phil Collins, and there's just there's practically steam coming out the guy. He's just sitting there going. Now we do want to point out that's yeah. when Phil Collins had the ponytail, didn't he? Mm. Did he have the ponytail in '84? Not sure. Kind of. Well, he did because he was on Miami Vice, didn't he? Didn't yeah. he have like? He had a little, yeah, right. He was right, a drug right, dealer right. in Miami Vice. <laughs> who who <laughs> wasn't <laughs> a drug dealer? You know, frankly, if you had any cachet in the '80s, you had to be a drug dealer on Miami Vice. 1984, as well as Phil Collins was hitting number one with Against All Odds on the album chart, the number one album. Everybody cut. Everybody cut. Foot loose. Okay. Kenny Loggins and company. 1986, a vault in Chicago's Wait, Lexington Hotel. If only we could hear that song more. You know what song you can hear? No, I don't. don't, don't we'll be selling singles. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go on. Uh, 1986, a vault in Chicago's Lexington Hotel that was linked to Al Capone was opened on live TV. Mm. You know Geraldo. Oh, yeah. All the ladies loved Geraldo in 1986. And nothing. What did they find? Yeah. A few uh, bottles and a sign. Empty bottles, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I remember watching that live. Did they have lie. Al Capone's uh, DNA on no. <laughs> Like he swigged down a couple beers? or <laughs> Nothing. Like, okay. And uh, sad news, it was on this day at the age of 57, Prince was found dead. Wow. At his Minnesota home, it was actually in a uh, body Six years ago. In, yeah, wow. 2016. Yeah, it doesn't seem that long. It does ago, not seem that long. Ago. That is your two cent history lesson for today. I want to thank Murphy's Family Auto. Schedule your car appointment today at five one seven five five two thirty forty. Tell Mike and John sent you. You'll get five percent off your bill. That's right. Murphy's Family Auto. Your car knows. So give them a call. Murphy's Family Now, as you said, tomorrow on the show, yes, we'll be talking with. Uh, our good friend Bonnie Runyon. Yes, we will. We'll be talking with our good friend Rhonda Callahan from yes, Torch 180, we and we'll be giving away a lunch for two from the Torch. Torch we'll also be qualifying our first trivia winner to win the uh, the $880 Zagani 18 karat gold and diamond twist necklace. We which, gave Zagani the idea for the design. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We you don't. Know, Zagani doesn't really take our calls, but no. we would have given him the design. We would have if he would take <laughs> he our calls. Taken our, yeah. Is Zagani a heat? No, he does not. So we've got quite a show tomorrow. Yes, we when do. you think about it, and uh, might have to rest up. Yeah, and and we've got a lot going on as well. This Saturday, we're going to be at Spirit of Livingston. They're having a, a fundraiser. They're hosting a fundraiser for uh, the senior survivor. Then May fourteenth, we're going to be at the Walk for Warmth. And in between that, on May first, we're going to be out at the Hall Farmers Market. We're selling fruit. Oh my God, we've got it going on. We're not selling fruit. Yeah, we'll be there though. Speaking of produce. Yes. You know, if you need help with aches and pains or anxiety, That's not the produce. greenhouse in Waldeck, it is produce. I it's guess it the, is. the one-stop shop for all farmers. your quality, safe, legal, and effective cannabis needs. In fact, if you go online to greenhousemi.com, you can make arrangements for delivery to Brighton. The greenhouse is 100% locally owned. Owner Jerry Millen has been involved in Michigan's cannabis industry for over 15 years. Don't do the math. Nope. He's been a grower, a caregiver, and an advocate, hoping to bring his services directly to Brighton and open up a center. And and for you those, know what they call the drivers that deliver that the Dubers. No, they 
No, they don't. But maybe they will. You know, because well, they look, got, you got a bud tender. You got bud tender information. Right. If you're getting a delivery, it could be from a duber. Right. <laughs> we'll we'll have to pass that by Jerry. I'm sure maybe he should. Maybe <laughs> that could work. Which so, duber may uber? <laughs> No, stop. No. Okay. okay. And by the way, if you, if you stop by the uh, greenhouse at Walled Lake and Pontiac Trail, you talk to one of their bud tenders. If you're having sleep issues, they can talk with you about sleep gummies. Pain issues. Wide variety of flavors and dosages, and they can work with you to develop an individualized regimen for what works best for you. So call them today. The Greenhouse in Walled Lake, 833-644-7336 or online, greenhousemi.com. All right. That's uh, that's today's show. I'm pretty, yeah. pretty worn out. Yeah. Okay. It's been I, exciting. I think so. A couple you know reveals what? today. Yeah. No, we, we need to relax. I think we do. What, did you think I was not going to play it again? I, I knew you would. I'm singing this all the way home. Except for the part where they mention you over. That part. That's the best part. I like the guitar riff right here when it kicks in. Here we go. Right there. It's Gigo time. Tell your friends. Yeah, we do. Me? Little old me? <laughs> little, little old you. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Strong ending, ladies. Yeah. There nice job. Oh, yeah. Nice job. That's our new house band, whether they know it or not. They, they, um, got the, they got the gig. Yeah, Kitty and Cougar. Or is it Cougar and Kitty? No, it's Kitty and Cougar. Kitty and Cougar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. Not to be confused with John Cougar. No. And Little Kitty. Well, did John Cougar ever write a song about us? No. But he might. But did Kitty and Cougar? Yes. So right now, Kitty and Cougar, way better than John Cougar. He doesn't call himself that anymore. I don't care. Anyway. I don't care. They're still better. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's going to do it for today. We'll yeah. see you tomorrow. Unless you're sticking around for the post-show content All right. on YouTube. Yeah. YouTubers, the content. What do you got? So or is this post-show now? I think we're in post-show. All right. We? We so, all right here's, what, here's, here's the thing. Podcasters, the show's over. Go away. <laughs>